Relax. You're quite safe here. <laughs> Good evening, and welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're doing it on cnjradio.com or you're subscribed and leaving a comment and a review on iTunes and never missing one single episode. I do appreciate it. All right. We are into part five of the Kiss song titles remain the same. If you don't know what's going on, please revert back to part one of this particular series. Alright, we're up to the Gene Simmons solo record, the 1978 solo record for the song title inspirations on this particular episode and not deviating from that whatsoever. So we're going to do five different twofers of five different song titles from Gene's solo record. That's an interesting solo record for sure. There's a, a mishmash of guest stars on there. That's what it's known for the best, uh, pretty much in retrospect. You had people like Joe Perry, Bob Seger, all the way to Janice Ian and Cher, and Rick Nielsen, of course, a uh, bunch of great guest stars on there. But it's it's actually, I think it's a good record. It's, it's not the best of the solo records, but it's definitely worth a listen. And the kickoff track on there is a really cool rocker called Radioactive. We've got two songs lined up here at the top of the show with the same name, of course. We're going to start off with a band that I, I remember actually back in 1985, and I'm from the MTV generation. I'm 35 years old, and the first time I ever heard of Jimmy Page was actually via this band, The Firm. Yes, uh, the band that Page started with Paul Rogers, formerly of Bad Company and Free, and you had in Tony Franklin and the future ACDC drummer Chris Slade in there as the rhythm section. And uh, you got a band there. They only put out two records. This, of course, is easily the most famous song of their whole career. So here you go, kicking off the show today. This is The Firm with Radioactive. Well, I'm not uptight, not unattractive. Turn me on tonight. And I'm not your captive Turn me loose tonight Don't be distracted 
Kicking off the show here today from their eponymous debut album, that was The Firm with Radioactive. That was the lead single off of their first album. And on to another lead single from a particular release. Jumping all the way up here to 2010, a band called The Kings of Leon. Uh, I'm a first album fan of The Kings of Leon. I'm, I enjoy the band. I definitely wasn't a bandwagoner of Kings of Leon. I got the first record from the very beginning and... I've enjoyed them ever since, so yeah, I'm unapologetic. You're only going to get the truth from me on this show. So here you go from their 2010 record called Come Around Sundown. This is the Kings of Leon with their song called Radioactive.
right, there you go. That was the Kings of Leon with Radioactive off of their second to latest release called Come Around Sundown from 2010. And we're moving on to a different track from the Gene Simmons 1978 Kiss solo album. A very, very awesome song and thankfully got its due finally, I believe, on the unplugged performance of 1995. Great Beatlesque song called See You Tonight. Much like Radioactive, we have two unique songs called See You Tonight. The first of two is by a band uh, that has shared this name with quite a few bands over the years, so I'll tell you which one you're going to listen to. A band called Contraband, not the early 90s supergroup and not the band that Mark Evans was in in Australia in the 70s. Uh, A band from Illinois, apparently, and that's all I could really find out about them. I got this off of a great compilation called Buttons from Champagne to Chicago. It's basically kind of a like if Illinois had its own Nuggets collection of uh, power pop obscurities, basically. And uh, it's a really cool comp. I recommend you go check it out. Uh, if you love your Midwest power pop like I do, you're going to want it. Like I said, it's called Buttons from Champagne to Chicago. And there's a song in here called See You Tonight by a band called Contraband. So check it out. obscure illinois power pop sensations the uh contraband with see you tonight like i said off of the compilation called buttons go check it out all right from illinois all the way down to albuquerque new mexico an all-female punk trio called the eyeliners they released an album in 2000 called here comes trouble and here is their song called see you tonight check it out Tonight in LA, I dance to see you in your voice back in LA. 
All right, there you go. That was the Eyeliners with See You Tonight off their 2000 record called Here Comes Trouble. And they, uh, the last thing they did was they put out a record in 2005. It was actually the only album they did outside of Lookout Records. They went to Blackheart Records to put that one out. And uh, that was the last thing they did. Uh, no one uh, really knows what's going on with the band. They never announced that they broke up, but uh, who knows? Uh, I don't know what what goes on on Blackheart Records. They they never seem to. They always seem to sign good bands, and they never seem to break them. It's sad, really. Uh, but anyway, I'm gonna move on here. <laughs> Moving on to a, a song on Gene's album called "Tunnel of Love." One of the two songs on that solo record that features background vocals, or at least an appearance, by Cher, who he was dating and living with at the time. And uh, there's no shortage of songs called Tunnel of Love, but I'm going to limit it to two here on this particular episode. Starting off, going slightly more out west, of course out to the Sunset Strip in Los Angeles. Uh, A band that I really enjoy. So far they've only put out the two records. I would like to hear more. I really, really like this band a lot. I saw them live on their first tour, and they were great. Uh, at one time, uh, Nikki Six has been in this band. Also, Ginger Wildheart has been in this band. Uh, but the uh, the band, really, I think, is Tracy Gunn's band, uh, The Brides of Destruction. Uh, this lineup on this particular album was Tracy Gunn's, Ginger, Scotty Sari, who now also plays in The Wild Hearts and Sari and the Sinatras, and Scott Coogan, who is a, a great drummer. Uh, he's played for a ton of people, and uh, they're all super cool guys. So here you go. And actually, their second album, Runaway Brides, I didn't really give as much of a chance when it came out, but I really like it a lot now. Uh, so this is a song off of that record. So here you go, Tunnel of Love.
There you go. That was Brides of Destruction with Tunnel of Love off of their sophomore album, Runaway Brides, and, and still their current album. I actually, I, I realized that I messed up immediately after I went to the song. I said that Ginger played on that record. He actually just wrote songs on that record and did the tour prior to that. Uh, and the singer in that band, London Legrand, great singer, in addition to being a super nice guy, I think he's one of the better singers that have come out of the hard rock genre in the last decade and change. And uh, I know that uh, George Lynch used him on his Souls of We project also. But like I said, that guy's just a talented singer, good front man. So uh, follow anything that he does as well. London Legrand. All right. And you might have heard this one coming uh, because this is probably one of the more popular songs called Tunnel of Love. But, uh, you know, we got to pay tribute to some icons here. And uh, I know a massive favorite of the Synaptic, a podcast that I produce and hosted by the great Randy Brown. Uh, This guy is definitely in what he calls his Big 12, uh, his favorite, favorite acts of all time. Uh, Here you go. The boss, Bruce Springsteen. Off of his 1987 record of the same name, this is, of course, Tunnel of Love. Little stool 
takes money from my hand while his eyes take a walk all over each. Hands me two tickets, smiles and whispers good luck. Well, cuddle up, angel, cuddle up, my little dove. Well, ride down, baby, into this tunnel of love. Well, I Gotta ride 
often referred to as his divorce album. There you go. That was Bruce Springsteen with Tunnel of Love off of the album of the same name. All right. And the rest of the show, we're going to be doing the same thing here. We're going to be doing a couple of twofers of the same title. Uh, moving on to a song called True Confessions, which you can hear on, on Gene's song, on his record, that definitely features uh, some massive background vocals on the chorus. Uh, from what I understand, it's the group with no name, and definitely worthy of note that one of the singers in that particular act was Katie Seagal, who, of course, we all know better uh, from her many, many television roles like Married with Children, Futurama, and currently The Sons of Anarchy. Uh, but she's a great singer in her own right, so if you want to go hear her sing a little bit, she's got her own records out. Uh, you can also, like I said, you can hear her on the majority of Gene's solo albums, so there you go. Uh, but there's, once again, other bands that have songs called True Confessions. Two great 70s acts we got coming up here. Starting off with one of the best. So here you go. This is Blue Oyster Cult.
from what is probably their most successful album of their career. That is Blue Oyster Cult from the album Agents of Fortune, and that is True Confessions, which was the uh, second track sandwiched between This Ain't the Summer of Love and Don't Fear the Reaper on this massive record. Uh, you can also catch a cameo by Patti Smith on there. So she was dating Alan Lanier at the time. So it's a great record. It's a classic album that you should have for damn sure. Uh, a band that you definitely need to get into if you haven't already. If you've never heard of this band, definitely one of the great bands of all time, and I truly mean that. Uh, they just happened, almost unfortunately, came out at the same time as a lot of other great bands in the same area. A British band called The Undertones, they put their record out here in 1979, right around the same time that everybody else was really just riding high out there. You know, the, the Pistols had already come and gone, but The Clash and The Buzzcocks, I mean, they were just killing it. So, unfortunately, The Undertones kind of fell by the wayside, but I truly believe that their song, Teenage Kicks, is probably one of the greatest songs ever written of all time, easily. It's it's in my top ten favorite songs ever. Uh, so go check it out. And it's off the same record here from 1979. So this is their song called True Confessions. there you go that was the greatness of the undertones from 1979 off their self-titled debut full-length and that was true confessions 
Also, one of the great singer names of all time, Fergal Sharkey. You gotta love that. Uh, he's the man. Great original vocal style for sure. All right, I'm gonna play you something really crazy right now. Pretty pretty obscure, but uh, certain friends of the show will will definitely dig this. And this particular recording, at the time, this band was known as Vixen. Uh, but in truth, the band was also called Hawaii, and it featured a very young Marty Friedman in his first big band. And they were one of three hard rock acts to come out of Hawaii. And when they recorded this song, the band was officially called Vixen. Of course, not to be confused with the other band, Vixen, that would hit it a lot bigger later on. Uh, like I said, Marty Friedman was a, a big part of this band. You'll definitely hear him on this track. And this was off of the first album that Hawaii did, like I said, as Vixen. It was an EP called Maiden Hawaii. It was the only one of their releases to feature a female lead vocalist. Her name was Kemla Chance. Uh, so here you go. Here's a song off of that. And of course, I found it because the song is called Living in Sin.
Hard to believe that track is over 30 years old. There you go. That was from 1983. Uh, the band Hawaii, but called Vixen uh, on that particular recording. And uh, there you go. Like I said, that song was called Living in Sin. And uh, if, you, if you're a big Marty Freeman fan, I, I know I am for sure. Uh, two things. Uh, I got that particular song actually on iTunes off a compilation called Vixen Reloaded, which features, of course, recordings from that band, kind of a, a best of of sorts. And also, uh, my buddy BJ over at the Rock and or Roll podcast recently interviewed Marty Freeman. So definitely, definitely go check that out. BJ's a good guy. You should definitely be listening to his show. It's a great rock and roll show. Almost completely different from mine, but great because of that. And there are very few people in this world where I can say, wow, they're as big of a fan of rock and roll as I am. And he's definitely one of those guys. So definitely go listen to his show, Rock and or Roll. All right, we're going to close off this particular episode today with one more song called Living in Sin. You probably felt this one coming for sure. This was a big hit from a big band around 1988 there. And if you were alive and listening to the radio or watching MTV in 1988, you knew that Bon Jovi was definitely king of the land. And, you know, even with all the overplay and everything, I still think that they're great records. And New Jersey is definitely no exception. So there you go. Yeah, two Jersey icons in one show. You got the boss, and now you got Bon Jovi. So closing off the show here, a, a great power ballad in my opinion. This is Living in Sin.
Closing off the show here today, that was Bon Jovi with Living in Sin. Actually, a song that helped them make history as a rock band, believe it or not. Uh, that song was the fifth single released off of the New Jersey record, and then it peaked at number nine, which means that it became the first ever rock album to have five top ten singles on the chart. And that hasn't been broken since. That's the only record to do it. And like, There were as many, if not more, singles from Hysteria by Def Leppard, but they all didn't reach the top ten, so there you go. See, I didn't know that until I started doing research for this show. Uh, things that I have fun with doing Rock Strikes 10. Also, New Jersey making more history because it was the first ever American album to be released in Russia properly. Not bootlegged, but actually officially released. So, No wonder they were so big over there and they headlined the Moscow Music Peace Festival the next year after that. So, Alright, that's going to do it for this particular episode today. Join us tomorrow. We're going to keep doing this. Going to be part six of the Kiss song titles remain the same. We're going to be doing songs both from the Ace Freely and Peter Chris solo record. So join me for that. Until then, go to cnjradio.com, home of this show, Rock Strikes 10, home of the flagship, The Wrestling House Show, home of The Synaptic, starring Randy Brown, a true alternative, and cnjradio.com's brand new podcast, The Last Theater on the Left, our movie show where we wax about film and have fun doing it. So, all right. Thanks a lot, everybody, for tuning in. Join me tomorrow. See you on the next one. Have fun. <laughs>